Welcome to the Choice Point Podcast. My name is Allison. So today's episode was kind of influenced by a conversation slash question that I got um, with someone a couple weeks ago. And it was a really good conversation. Long story short, this person, she was like, she's frustrated in her relationship. Her partner, he, he goes through cycles. Her husband goes through cycles where he kind of checks out. He gets overwhelmed and it causes issues in their relationship. So she was like, listen, you know, she's like, I, I like your approach in the way that you deal with things. You're pretty level headed. And I, she said, I know you're single right now, but how would you go about solving this? She said, because I like, you know, again, she made reference to my level headedness, which is kind of funny, but she's like, when I bring this up with him, we argue and I've tried a couple different ways and I don't want to fight with him. I'm tired of fighting about this. We're not getting anywhere. So, you know, again, like, you know, what would you do? And I was like, huh, okay. And I, you know, it's like, you know, it's, it's a really interesting, I said, because what I'm about to tell you is definitely something I probably wouldn't have done a, a few years ago. That being said, because I, I can see the other side of that. I said, I'm going to need you to listen to me all the way through and not shut down or close off because you're not going to like what I have to say at first. And um, she's real sassy and she's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Just give it to me. (laughs) She's like, I can handle it, masters. And I was like, okay. So I said, so if I were, you know, in, in a relationship with someone who was letting me down or I felt disconnected from, and it was kind of an ongoing pattern or even not, like even if it's in like kind of like the beginning, I said, so what I would do in this situation is I would, well, first of all, I would say we need to talk. And I would let him know it's not like, you know, like a serious death conversation because men panic sometimes. So to give him, um, if he's so disconnected, to let him know that we need to talk whenever it's going to work out for him so then he can be in the right mind space to handle the conversation. And then when that happens, then I would go, okay, listen, I I see that you're struggling. (laughs) I can feel that you're struggling or you feel like a little bit distant from me. Is there anything that I can do? to help you? Or is there something that you, is there a different way that I need to love you to help you? (laughs) She rolled her eyes. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, I know that's not what you wanted to hear. I said, but hold on and let me explain. And she's like, "Uh uh-huh. And I, you know, so I said, yes, I said, this is, seems counterintuitive if he's already kind of hurting you why would you ask what do you need from me correct yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so I said the whole purpose and the whole point of this and and I said and I and I have couples do this um in session is that I said when we're he already knows like (laughs) men are highly intuitive he knows something's wrong right? But if he's at capacity, he might not be able to address it for whatever reason. You know, we're not making excuses. We're just saying for whatever reason. So I said, so if you, if you come at him with, you're not showing up for me, I feel disconnected, right? And he's in a place where whatever's pulling him away from you or he's distracted, whether it be work or whatever, 
I said, all he's going to hear is another thing that he's failing at and he's going to close down and he's going to get defensive. So you're not going to have a conversation. I said, by going at this approach, you're acknowledging the distance, right? And he knows now that you're aware of it and that you're putting it on the table. And then hopefully that'll allow him the space to talk about what's going on because you should know like what is the pattern, right? Of if it is work and it's overwhelmment and this is what's happening. And then how he feels, where he's at, where how he's pulled or drained or what have you. Those are all really good things that you need to know. <laughs> and then what what you want is to better understanding. And then what usually happens with men is after they've gotten a little bit of that out, then they start providing solutions to the problem. Hmm. So that might be where he might say, I, when this happens, I need you. I need you to tell me. I need you to remind me I'm doing that thing, right? And this is where some women, you know, get irritated. And I, <laughs> and I, I, right, I can, I can feel it, right, from like obviously just being a woman and being in that space of like, how is it that you don't know? Like, like, right, like we get irritated because we want them to read our minds. We just want them to know. I think it just, you know, because we know, right? And like, I think that's sometimes where we, we just want men, I think, to operate a lot like us. And it's obviously the male brain is so different than ours that we get disappointed by that. So we're not, we're not understanding that his providing a solution is trying to take care of our needs because <laughs> it, it looks different than the way that we would like it. So if that comes up, just, just know that that's right. That's just something that is in women. We just want them to just know it instead of we get irritated that I have to remind you. And so, and then also understand that that also when he is at that place providing a solution, sometimes what needs to be understood because women want to continue the conversation. Like once, once that's been established and she says, okay, yeah, I can do that. Then he's like, good. The, the problem solved end case end <laughs> and like, no, uh-uh, no. Right. So most women are like, uh, you know, the, the cliffhanger, and, you know, she's like, you start to see her getting mad. Um, cause he's like, okay, he's relieved. Like we we fixed that. Let's move on. And she's like, oh no, we're so not done. <laughs> right. So if there's more that needs to be said, like if that's like, if, if his providing a solution is not enough and that you need a little more to go on, and I would assume that most women would want some more information out there, right? Because you're like, I this is what I need from you. And depending on your partner, either or, right? Because everyone's at their own different capacity of emotional intelligence, emotional awareness, and, and emotional integrity of being open and knowing exactly where they're coming from, where they're triggered and what have you. So, you know, either or, this goes for men or women because all of that actually is relevant to who you are. So if you want to carry the conversation, then you're, you're going to have to let that other person know. And, you know, and you're like, and, not, and again, not to say like to beat a dead horse or to whatever, but um, if you feel like, if, it, if you feel, feel like, I, you know, that you want them to understand what it creates in you when there is separation and how that makes you feel distant, then you just need to say, there's just a couple of things I need you to understand why this is so important. Okay. I'm not trying to rehash it. I know you provided a solution, 
but I, um, I really need you to know what happens to me and how I feel and how insecure, et cetera, whatever it may be, um, when this happens. And hopefully I think what we would be looking for is then he would ask, what can I do for you? How can I reassure you? And again, if he's very, very solution oriented, he's going to be probably like, well, we came up with a solution, right? And some men just simply, that is it. Like this, I'm going to do it. Like it's in, it's done. You said what you wanted, you're getting it. <laughs> right. So if you're like a real processor, just know, just know again, your, your partner style and then how that can ebb and flow. And if you need that to go on, some people don't, right. And some people might integrate that earlier in the conversation and that's totally fine too. So I, these are just some of the components. And so to reiterate what I was like talking to her, I said, so you understand, right, why this would be important. I said, he already knows there's a problem. So when you go at him like that, he's going to be defensive because it's just one more thing he can't fix and handle. So he's frustrated. And just to avoid it as long as possible is typically the nature because he's, because men, their brains are, are a lot different than ours. They're going to go hierarchy of needs. The hierarchy of needs are going to go with what, which, which is what I'm providing, right? It's going to go with those traits of the things that I'm responsible for first and foremost. And then we're going to deal with the others that are not life, um, you know, crucial, like to our livelihood and existence in the moment, you know? And so that's where the tension points are because for women, those emotional components can be, crucialness of existence, right? For our security, for our safety and security and how we feel in the relationship. So again, just kind of really knowing that, that by going at this approach, even though it seems roundabout, it's not manipulation by any means, because at the end of the day, it's true. If he's struggling, you should want to know where you can help him. Because if that's what you're looking for, for yourself, then you need to be that for another. Okay. So that's that mirror component. What happens with all of us at time to time or in various relationships, it's just human nature that we get, we get in those tally marks, if you will, right? The scoreboard of relationship. Like I've done this for you. I've done that for you. And I've done that, that, and that. I'm currently at 25 points and you're at zero. <laughs> right. You know, and I, and I think that's, we all, like I said, like we've all been in dynamics where we've been in that space and that's okay. That's just part of being human, but that's not like the adult, mature, deep, connected relationship you want. You don't want it to be off tally marks. You, you, cause it's never 50, 50 relationships are never 50, 50. There's just too many demands in the world. There's just too many pushes and pulls, the percentages and the ratios, if you will, ping pong back and forth one partner stepping up while the other one's like in, in the trenches of something else. So he just goes back and forth. And so you want, you want to be mindful of that as well. Cause that resentment, cause tally marks always equate resentment, which would make it really, 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 really difficult for you to go at this kind of direction in a conversation. And so I had to clarify all that. And she was like, totally get it. You know, she said, and I do, right? I, you know, I get into that space, you know, trying to make it better. And yeah, so I was like, that's fine. I think I don't know anyone on the planet that doesn't go into that space from time to time in a relationship. And that's totally fine. Just be aware that you're doing it. So again, to sum this up, 
when you are feeling distance um, from any person in your relationship and you want to address it or disconnection or not your needs not getting met and you like and you're not totally angry with them right you're you're trying to go about it a different way this would be a strategy to ask them you to acknowledge that you're seeing that they seem not to be quite there and what can you do for them to create more of that connection because that's what you want right allows space and openness to be vulnerable and to see what's going on with them, to have them provide a solution, to give you also an opportunity to express what the distance does for you or how it makes you uncomfortable or whatever it may be. And knowing that there might be like, you know, there's going to be some uncomfortable moments where you might have to kind of push the conversation a little bit if the other person is not used to it or is still kind of defensive a little bit because they're waiting for you or your, because your pattern has been that you'd always fight about something like this. And when you've been with people for a while and they are regressing, I want to, I want to just say this before we wrap up here. When, when people are stressed out, they regress in a lot of ways. And sometimes they do not see you in your current version of how you're showing up. They see you in a, younger version of yourself, if you will, or a different version of yourself that maybe was handled things a little bit differently than what you're currently trying to do because they're stressed. And when they're stressed, they go back to those old programs very easily, right? And so sometimes they're not seeing you accurately. So they're going to be a little bit more on the defensive because they're waiting for that argument with you as opposed to how you're going about it right now. It's also very normal. Just wanted to point that out there because um, I, that's something that comes up a lot, a lot in couples therapy. Okay, so I hope that you found something about this beneficial. And if anything, I mean, if it's like, even if you're in a good spot in any of your relationships right now, it's just something to be kind of aware of as a different approach. It's it's accepting someone for where they are and leaning in in a little bit of a different direction, especially very counterintuitive to the culture that we're in to ask such a question like that. Because right now our culture is all about what can you do for me? And I'm not saying that that's, you know, what you're embodying, but I'm just saying it's it's all around us. And even if that's not even your style, it's kind of hard to shake that loose right now. Okay. Just want to say that too. Okay. So that being said, I hope you found something, again, beneficial in this and uh, fruitful. Just something to think about, of course, if you don't even really need to use it right now. And as always, I hope you have a wonderful week and I look forward to connecting with you soon. I really hope that you enjoyed listening to that podcast as much as I enjoy putting them together. But more importantly, I hope that you got something beneficial out of it because that really is the whole purpose of me doing this. If you're interested in learning any more about me or any of the services that I provide or currently some of the products that I have available, I have a few video courses up now. If you're interested in any of that, um, go to my website, www.choicepointprograms.com to check out more, maybe to sign up for the newsletter if you want to updates on certain things. On social media, I'm currently just active on Instagram. My handle there is Choice Point Programs, and I usually put up when the podcast is up or anything else that I'm kind of working on, or just my quirky sense of humor, if that amuses you. (laughs) 
Um, but you can definitely um, DM me or at to ask questions or if you want like a certain topic covered, I will be more than happy to um, communicate with you there. As usual, I hope you have a wonderful week and I always look forward to connecting with you soon.